Hello, and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis, and this is episode 172. And uh, today's blog is not one I was going to turn into a blogcast. I was just going to let this one lie by the side of the road like I let lie most of the rejection-based posts that I do over on the blog. Um, they are often not full of craft, as it were. Um, they are mostly fairly practical in terms of just getting the getting the rejection out there and getting the support via Patreon for them. There's a whole series on this if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> back back up a few a few episodes or a lot of episodes or a lot of space in the blog and you'll learn all about it. Actually, yeah, I, any rejection post will, will, will break it down for you. But uh, this one uh, I decided to give you guys, the listeners, because um, like three people shared it, which is a, a lot of people for most of the most of the blogs, honestly, lately. I don't know. For whatever reason, I think the Facebook algorithms or the Twitter algorithms or both or whatever, like stuff is just not going through a whole lot. So to have this particular um, blog get shared so much was interesting to me. Um, and it, it got like a whole lot more stats than a lot of things have in a while. So I, I don't, I don't, I, to me, I was sh- shocked and amazed. Um, and uh, surprised. That's another synonym for shocked and amazed. Um, yeah. So I, I thought maybe you guys would want to hear it too, because, um, other people liked it. So here it is. Small victories. I'm so used to rejections that when I saw the email in my inbox, I thought, I don't think I can handle that rejection today. So it took me a little minute to open it and read it and see that it was actually an acknowledgement that the play is moving on to the semifinals and what? Now, semifinals are not particularly meaningful. It feels a little like I'm running a marathon and someone near the beginning of the route is cheering, you made it, but it's only mile five of a 26 mile race. I haven't quite made it, but I am grateful for the acknowledgement and the support and the cheers. Usually when I get to mile five, someone disqualifies me and I get pulled from the course. More than anything, it's just so nice to receive good news rather than bad. And in a world with so much rejection, I have learned that I have to really celebrate the small victories as, generally, the big ones never come. In other words, despite having run multiple marathons, I've never made it to the last mile. I get all the sweat, all the strain, all the effort, but I never get the medal. And I don't need a medal, but I would like to get to the end of the race one of these days. In more actual not bad news, I am now an alternate for the Jurassic residency. It falls into the category of a small victory, not as good as an actual acceptance, of course, but an encouraging bit of progress. I particularly appreciate where this encouragement is coming from, because I did not think I stood a snowball's chance in hell of getting this residency, since it's a fairly high prestige one. And, and I did not know this when I applied, it was started and named for the guy who invented the birth control pill. I'm pretty tickled by this legacy. 
It would be pretty cool to go write some feminist theater in a place created by a guy who did so much to help liberate women. This is my second wait list this year. The first was for the Malay colony, which I've been applying to for years. So a maybe there felt like a big win as well. I suppose I still might be able to go. It was for this winter. But I think that ship has probably sailed by now. Anyway, since this year has been a couple of maybe almosts, I'm hopeful that next year might become the year of yes. But meanwhile, here are some more rejections. Bemis and Newtown rejections. I applied for so many residencies this year, and a lot of them were new ones, so I have zero memory of what this Bemis one is. I didn't get it, of course, but if I had, I'd have had a much clearer idea of what the heck I'd applied for. <laughs> My rejection from Newtown Literary is a first in that I don't think I had ever submitted a short story to anything before, and literary magazines are pretty far out of my wheelhouse. Submitting short stories has a sort of different flavor than submitting plays and novels. You know that they probably at least read the whole thing. That is, at least, the saving grace. You were rejected on the whole thing, not an excerpt or selection. I have been starting to write more short fiction, not for strategic reasons, just because stories are emerging more often. But it is smart strategically, too, I'm given to understand. The Julie Harris Playwriting Award is one of the few remaining paper submissions, and they ask for a full printed play, which no one asks for anymore. Every play I submit to stuff has a collection of files of varying lengths. The 10-page, the 15-page, the 20-page, the 30-page. I don't really know why digital submissions can't just ask for the whole play. If they only want to read 15 pages, that's their business. It would save me a whole lot of trouble to not have to make multiple files for all the plays. But I digress. The Julie Harris asks for a full printed play, which is a whole different animal. And in the end, rather expensive to mail. On top of the submission fee, it ended up costing as much to submit to them as some of the more fee-heavy residencies. But the rejection letter was actual paper, which I always appreciate. I like having an object I can crumble or tear if I want to. I didn't. I will just file it in the rejection file. But I like knowing I could crumble it if I wanted to. And when I get enough of them, maybe I'll do some rejection paper mache. You know, looking at this post now from reading it to you, I, I am reminded that I used an image of some baby turtles heading to the water for this blog, and maybe that's why everyone shared it, because they were like, look at those cute baby turtles. Maybe I, I, I really um, snowed everyone with my image of baby turtles. I mean, baby turtles are very cute, so. Uh, yeah, so um, no news on any of those fronts. Um, I wrote that post on October, well, I, I posted on October 5th. I probably wrote it back in September now that I think about it. But um, yeah, nothing. No, no news on the alternates, wait lists, no news on the semifinals, Um. The finals I'm supposed to find out about in November. So we got a, a couple of days until November. 
and and maybe that will be good news and it'll be you know I'll get to like mile 20 on the marathon that'll be that'd be good maybe um and maybe not crapshoot that's what that's that's what this is anyway I am a little yeah there's so many posts that I um still have to do a blogcast for so they're coming um I haven't ever yeah I haven't been doing like more than one uh blogcast in a week it feels like sometimes I know I, I actually am curious to know from you guys about this because I, I notice for myself when I listen to a podcast um I sort of look for it on the day that it's supposed to happen and if they give me an extra one, sometimes I miss the previous one. Um, so it feels like I, in order to give whichever episode comes out, it's fair shot. I need to keep it up for the week. Um, but, but maybe it's you would just rather you, you catch all of them and you're hyper, hyper alert to knowing when one is coming. Anyway, that's partly why I haven't, haven't sort of skipped ahead to try and catch up with myself. Um, but there's more coming. More of these are coming down the pike. Uh, so today's song is a song that I love. <laughs> um, I loved it as a child. No, like, do I, does it count as a child if I was like a preteen? I don't know. I loved it in my youth and I, and I loved um, working on it for you. It is uh, Howard Jones's Things Can Only Get Better. And... Um, yeah, it's funny. I don't think I ever really paid attention to the verses before, and um, they are oddly poignant uh, and uh, reflective of this very post. So it seemed like the perfect song for this episode. So enjoy that in a few moments. Um, before I give you the song, just want to say, A, thank you for listening. B, uh, if you would like to support the podcast, there are a few ways to do it. One, tell somebody about it. Two, uh, share it on the social medias. Um, there are links to the Songs for the Struggling Artist, various accounts in the show notes. Um like five stars on iTunes is good. Reviews are good. Uh, what else? If you'd like to support the podcast with your dollars, also awesome. There's um, patreon.com slash Emily R. Davis. There's Kofi. There's PayPal. All of those links are in the show notes. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever support you can throw my way is always highly appreciated. Oh, and I also have a random question. One of my listeners um, ha told me about that she got, a, like, sh she thought I'd change the logo because the logo has been uh, a photo from last year's branding episode. Um, so, and I know she listens, like, on, a, on an iPhone. Um, so if you are on an iPhone, are you having the same issue? I, I need to do some investigation. Um, and I don't know whether it just happens she has a weird quirk or if there's something that I need to have my podcast host fix. <laughs> um, because I didn't I did not actually change the logo. It's probably a good idea to change the logo, but I did not change the logo to a brand. 
<laughs> I definitely did not do that. So, um, yeah. So if you have, if you have any, uh, like things like that, let me know about them because there's hopefully something I can do to fix it. Uh, yeah. So all of that said, uh, thank you again for, for being a part of my tiny and fierce family of listeners. And, um, here is things can only get better. Take a little time, a lonely path, an uphill climb.